everyone, and welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hankwist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. We're here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. Each week, we'll be giving you a glimpse into the lives of other successful, busy, working professionals who have, through it all, somehow been able to make health and fitness a continuous staple in their lives. my Envision listeners. You guys, thank you so much for listening in. Um, it, it really does mean a lot that you guys listen in every single week. Um, I can't thank you enough. If you would please um, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast um, with anybody that you think might benefit from it. Um, you guys, the more people that we can get out to, the more people that we can help, um, you know, that is just honestly my mission in life is to help, you know, go against the grain of the diet industry and let people know that you don't have to live in this restriction and this terrible relationship with food and this on again, off again, life, uh, like cycle. Um, and that truly is my mission here. You guys is to, to bring you guys value each and every week, uh, motivation perhaps, but ultimately help you guys fulfill, um, and, and lead a better, healthier lifestyle. Um, you know, without, taking all the foods out that you truly enjoy, but yet being able to take care of yourself a little bit better. Um, you guys were busy. We work, we have kids, we got a lot going on and we tend to put ourselves on the back burner and, um, you know, me firsthand, I was definitely guilty of this and still am sometimes. I think that, um, you know, self care is, is not only a discipline, but it's kind of like a muscle that we have to work. Um, and anything that, that, um, takes work is beneficial. So I really believe that, you know, that's something that we have to try to do each and every day. It's going to take, um, you know, it's going to take time, it's going to take effort, and it's going to take falling down and getting back up again. But ultimately, you know, that's just something that we have to implement into our lives. And so, um, so with that, I wanted to talk to you guys today about, you know, why we track macros and why at Envision we feel that that is the best place to start your diet habits. Um, and you guys, I know a lot of you probably don't necessarily get the whole concept of tracking macros, but ultimately, um, I feel that macros are the best place for you to be able to start a healthy lifestyle. And, and why that is, is because our bodies, um, consume energy and need energy in three primary components. And that essentially is what macros are. Um, so we have our carbohydrates, we have our fats, and we have our proteins. And I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit more in detail about this later on in this very podcast. Um, but ultimately, this gives us the best concept, the best information around nutrition, what it is, and how our bodies utilize those different energies. Um, so I actually just kind of had something today that kind of sparked me and I didn't realize it until I literally sat down and started working away. Um, so I've literally been eating the same breakfast over and over and over for months now, maybe like six months. 
And, you know, maybe I've switched it up with, so for example, I typically have one whole egg and four ounces of egg whites. And I will put some kind of, whether it's turkey sausage, turkey bacon, or um, turkey pepperonis and make kind of a little pizza omelet. I traditionally have some sort of egg scramble or omelet. Um, and then I, I also, I pair it with like my English muffin. It's like a whole wheat English muffin with, you know, some Greek cream cheese and maybe some jelly or some peanut butter or something like that. And that's typically what I've been having for breakfast every single day for months and months now. Um, I truly enjoy it. I'm not a huge oatmeal fan or, you know, cream of wheat. I don't mind it and I don't hate it, but I typically don't just like, Ooh, yeah, that sounds great. I want to have that. And the reason is, is I think it's because of competition prep. Um, you know, I think, you know, I'm kind of going down a couple little rabbit holes here, but they all kind of have a value in it. So I think competition prep is a really cool thing for, um, just seeing how far you can push yourself. Um, to me it was, yeah, the physique came along with it and that was great, but ultimately I did it because of the challenge. I wanted to grow mentally. I wanted to grow, um, physically in my strength. Uh, but one thing I found is that at the end of the day, it was more unhealthy than it was healthy. You know, I think it's great to push your limits. I think it's great to test your mindset and your strength there. But when that becomes the only thing that matters, when that becomes the hierarchy in your life, um, you know, you really do need to stay, take a step back and realize, okay, um, what am I pushing aside for this one thing? And, and maybe that's not competition prep for you. Uh, maybe that's something else. Uh, maybe it's certain friendships. Maybe it's your career. Whatever that is, what are you pushing aside um, to make that one thing your priority in life? But going back to the whole food thing, the reason that I brought up competition prep and how it can be all consuming um, is because, you know, I've always been a foodie. I've never really been introduced to a food I, I hated or I didn't like. And having gone through competition prep and having been mentored under multiple different coaches and learning different strategies that way, I came to realize that certain... Um, coaches have certain strategies and, you know, nothing against them, but they just don't know any better. They just don't know what they don't know. And of course, I didn't know what I didn't know back then working with them. Um, but what happened is, is I ended up gaining this terrible relationship with food. Foods that I absolutely loved, I began to hate and dread eating. Um, and so I knew, you know, it, it, once I learned better and once I found out the real science between how our bodies work, um, I realized that that's not the way it has to be. If somebody is telling you that you have to specifically eat this food item day in and day out or you're not going to reach your goal, um, you know, that's just an indication, nothing against that coach, but that's just an indication that they don't know what they're doing. Um, and so once I finally realized that, um, that's when I started to see success because I found that I could eat certain things and have quite honestly, a fulfilling life while also achieving my goals. Um, so I, I guess my, my point to this is, um, I got really burnt out on, you know, the oatmeals and the, the quote unquote bro bodybuilding type of foods. And the reason is, is I just ate them every single day for, for years and finally realized, Ugh, I don't have to eat this way. I don't have to live this way. I don't have to dread what I, I eat. Um, and so, 
going back to that, I, I had some oatmeal this morning for breakfast and I put in some chia, um, some collagen powder. Um, there's, there's not very many supplements that I stand behind and I am not going to name a specific one because I do not, um, I'm not affiliated with a supplement company and I choose to do that so that I can remain loyal and in the best interest of what my clients need. Um, and so I, I choose to not be affiliated with any supplement company for that particular reason, but I do love collagen powder. Um, but add collagen powder, cinnamon, you know, all the things to my oatmeal. And I, I sat down and got to work today and I had kind of a, a realization that, wow, my brain power is really on fire today. And I think really it could be the fact that I didn't have all these processed foods in my diet for breakfast. Um, and so I, I, that kind of brought me to a point that, you know, it can't always be about our taste buds, right? Yeah, we want to enjoy our food. Um, we, we want to look forward to what we eat, but we need to combine that with hmm, how is this food going to make me feel after I eat it? Is it going to leave me sluggish, foggy, heavy, bloated, gassy? How is this food going to make me perform throughout my day? Is it going to make me feel good? Is it going to make me feel awake and energized? Or is it going to make me feel like ready to go crawl back in bed? And so I think, you know, at the end of the day, we really have to decide, okay, What's most important here, indulgent or brain power? And so this weekend I kind of had that realization because we, you know, we live in a a little small community and Dunkin' Donuts just opened up here. Woo, woo, woo. It's like the big news of the town. Um, but, but I had, uh, we went to Dunkin' Donuts and I love the little munchkin donut holes. Um, because the thing is, is I can have my cake and eat it too. I can taste the donut but I'm not having 400 calories of a donut. I'm having, you know, maybe seven carbs and and whatever. But, um, but I love those little munchkin donuts. They're like, just like little ball donut holes. I've actually gone where I was on competition prep and I'll drive through and I'll ask for one donut hole and they'll say, um, but they come in threes. I'm like, well then charge me for three because I just want one and just give me one. So we had some donuts and some coffee and I had my regular egg scramble and English muffin breakfast along with it. And, but it was one of those days where I didn't necessarily need to have, you know, it was a Sunday. I didn't need to be like on fire in my brain mentally. So it was okay to have a little more indulgence, but on a Monday morning, morning, right? Especially right before a launch, right? I need to be um, ready to go. I need to be sharp. I need to have brain power. So, um, you know what? Maybe I need to set aside for just one minute of food that I just absolutely love and, and can't wait to something that I'm okay with, but I know that is going to be the best thing for me to eat. You know, and these are really concepts that I've pulled together over the years. And this is everything that I am pouring into our foundations launch that's launching on April 1st. Uh, by the time you guys listen to this podcast, it will actually be tom- uh, tomorrow. So, um, you know, if you're listening to it the day that it comes out. But that's really why I wanted to bring up the concept of macros to you guys. Um, because I think it takes the I have to eat this uh, my coach said, I have to do it this way. My diet tells me that this is all I can have. It takes this I this whole I can't out of the equation. And I'm a firm believer 
that when we tell our brains that we can't have something, that's, that's what you're going to think about. That's what you're going to want. And so I wanted to bring this to your attention because this, in my opinion, is why I do macro tracking and why I teach about macros. So I really wanted to get into that with you today. So what are macros? Well, first of all, I want to start off by saying that not all calories are equal. And what I mean by that is, as as I've told you, macros are what our bodies need in large quantities. Micros are what our bodies need in smaller quantities. So that would be like your vitamins and your minerals. Macros are going to be your carbohydrates, otherwise known as carbs, your proteins, and your fats. So a carbohydrate per gram of carbohydrate per one gram has four calories. Protein per one gram has four calories as well. Now fat is over double what a carb and a protein is. So one uh, gram of fat has nine calories to it. So protein, carb, and fat make up all of the foods that we eat, and it essentially makes up all of our nutrition in, in macro quantities. And it becomes the great foundation for us to learn about foods. It, it helps us to learn what they are. It helps us to understand how our body utilizes them for energy and why we need to consume all of them. Now, if you have somebody telling you to cut out a large um, item or a large group from your diet... Um, that is not solid advice. Um, it, that is advice that will not be sustainable because you have to step back and ask yourself, am I willing to take this out for the rest of my life? And the, if the answer is no to that, then, you know, you're, you're gonna gain it back when you are done with that diet. And I think that's the biggest thing that I wanted to express to you and why I truly believe in our foundations course, because we teach you that we teach you the why behind it. So if you guys are are currently on a, a weight loss plan of some kind, I would challenge you to ask who is giving you this plan. Ask those questions to them. Now, why are you asking me to have this? And can I sustain this? for the remainder of my life. And if the answer is no, then you guys know what you need to be doing. Okay. You guys need to take a step back. Our our course is, is going to teach you all of this information about food and all of these questions that you guys have, the answers are going to be in here, but not only that, the, the application then I hear a lot of coaches say that we teach you application. Okay, I think what they mean by that is they're going to give you a macro prescription. And that's great. You need that because you can go to Google and you can, you know, get out a macro calculator with your height and weight and all that stuff. But ultimately, there are so many different variables. Nobody is like you as an individual. And so that's why it's important that you just don't go to Google and try to figure out what your macros are, but you actually work with somebody that can help you do that. Um, but in a In addition to that, as busy working parents, you guys, we have so much going on. How on earth do I apply these principles and strategies into my busy life? Okay. And that is what solidifies what we do compared to all the rest. Okay. So going back to, um, you know, why macros are important and why it's the the most sustainable form of weight loss. So let's talk about, um, you know, pertaining to weight as in calories like uh, that you are consuming or not consuming. So when pertaining to weight, a calorie deficit is really what matters. Okay. So you can like eat 
freaking McDonald's fast food and do the Twinkie diet and all that stuff. And, and we know like science is going to tell you every time that calories in versus calories out at the end of the day for weight loss is the only thing that matters. However, if you want to take it a step further, and you want to gain control and have a faster metabolism. If you want to change your body composition, you want to build and gain lean muscle tissue. You guys tracking macros are, are, is going to be what gives you those things along with a proper workout regimen. So you're going to be more able to keep the weight that you're losing as fat. Okay. Because weight loss does not, is not the equivalent of fat loss. All right. So weight loss does not equal fat loss. So if you count macros, you are more able to say, cool, this is fat loss. This is muscle gain. All right. So what do I mean by body composition? I'm going to give myself as an example, because I used to weigh like 112, 114 pounds prior to um, my competing in bodybuilding. I would rarely, I could just have this mental capacity on this scale that I I could not let the scale get above 118, hell, let alone 120 for sure, um, unless I was pregnant. I ran a lot. I did all of the different calorie restriction diets out there, including, you know, beach body, weight watchers, fasting, or just plain not eating enough food, just plain restricting food. Um, if I had to guess, I was probably eating somewhere anywhere between 800 to 1200 calories a day. Um, I did a body fat measurement test. And even though I was, you know, kind of swinging between 112 and 114 on the scale, my body fat percentage was actually 23 to 24% body fat. I was hungry a lot. I was grumpy. I was foggy. I was tired. Um, I didn't take care of myself the way that I should have. I mean, honestly, that's, that's like a lot of us moms out there, right? But once I began to track macros, once I began to learn this concept behind them, along with starting to run less, like less of the cardio style stuff and starting to actual, actually lift weights, I, I slowly began to see my body shift. And in a really nice way, it took a while. And this is the thing that people don't like to hear is that it's not a quick fix. But, but let's say that today was your day one. Let's say today was your day one or tomorrow because that's when we're launching our product. And then let's say you just chose to take the slow route. You just chose to quick, quit doing the restricting, um, quit doing all the cardio. Now I will tell you, I, I enjoy cardio and, and quite honestly, my body needs it. I have a glucose issue and, and I need cardiovascular exercise in my life, but I don't need that to be my only modality of training. Um, but when, you know, for, uh, health reasons, we do need some cardio. So I'm not saying just cut that out and go, you know, just quote unquote bulk and, and get build strength. But, but we, we need both quite honestly. But as I was doing all of these things, I began to see my body shift. Um, I began to put on muscle. I didn't like what the scale said, you know, but I kept hearing all this. Don't listen to the scale stuff. And I, I said, you know what? Gosh, dang it. I'm just going to stick with it. I'm just going to see what happens here. Um, you know what? And the thing is, is that was really nice is I got to eat the foods that I liked. I didn't feel like I was starving. 
Um, I also began incorporating some more self-care protocols into my life, which I'm going to talk about self-care protocols in another podcast because that is hands down as an anxious, um, constantly going, constantly stressing society. Self-care protocols are an absolute necessity. And we do talk about that in the foundations course as well. But fast forward to now me sitting in this chair today, I consume right between 16 and 1700 calories a day, just depending on what phase or cycle I'm in. Um, sometimes I'll eat more. Sometimes I'll eat less. I typically like to save like the winter months to eat more, um, to give my body more of a relaxed, uh, you know, time with food because you know, leggings and sweaters can't go wrong there. But as I approach the spring and summer months, you know, I do want to um, be a little bit lighter on my toes, feel a little bit better in my skin. And so, um, you know, obviously the shorts are coming out, tank tops, tank tops are coming out. And so I, I definitely do want to just lighten up a little bit. And so that's when I kind of go back down to that 16, 1700 calorie range. Um, but I currently weigh over 10 pounds more than I did. Um, so I'm about 123. I swing between 120 to 125 pounds, just depending on time of the month and that kind of thing. Um, but you know, that's 10 pounds difference. I eat a lot more and my body fat percentage is right around 16% now. So I have a lot more energy. I feel really good. And I honestly, I credit this to learning about food through understanding macros. So now I think macros get a bad rap because at first you do have to weigh, track, measure all of the things before you have that education around food. I truly believe that if you have been constantly searching, then you don't know enough about food. And so the best way to learn that is to learn how to track macros. And so in our foundations course, we literally teach you everything you need to know about how to track macros. Um, but over the past few years, I've really been under able to understand what my body needs. I've been able to understand how I react to certain foods and, you know, will this help or will this hinder me based on that information? I'm able to make better decisions around food. Just like I told you guys about the oatmeal thing earlier. You know, I, um, have honestly stayed away from it. I almost boycotted it because I was just so sick of it from competition prep, but now I'm realizing it's not always about what um, sounds good. It's sometimes it just has to be about what's going to make me feel the best and give me the best brain power for the day. And my main reason for that is I'm a busy working mom and I pump out a crap load of content, you guys. And it has to be, you know, the latest information. It has to be good information that you guys want to hear about. And so my brain power needs to be on point. Um, and so if I can find little ways to help with that, I'm going to, regardless of whether or not I want that crunchy English muffin, um, I'm still going to have those things because they make me happy. Um, but ultimately, you know, on a day that I know I got to pump out a lot of stuff and I need my brain power to be working, I'm going to do that. Number one, what is going to support my brain power. But the cool thing about macros is you can eat whatever you want. You can fill that bucket with whatever the heck you want to fill it with. You want to go to McDonald's? You can do that. Um, but my point is you ultimately are, are in charge you know, as long as you stay within your, what I call your macro budget, you are in charge. But eventually, once you learn the concept behind macros, once you've gotten that 
I'm going to eat whatever the heck I want to out of your, like, sometimes we just need to get that out of our system, right? Then you're going to have, you're, then you're going to come to it from a health conscious point. Okay. Is this going to make me feel good or is this going to make me feel sluggish? And the cool thing about macros is if you follow it, you can only do so much damage in a day, right? Um, so this is really honestly helpful for people that have maybe struggled with yo-yo dieting um, because their brains don't do very well when they're told they can't. Um, you don't have to tell yourself you can't. So like, for example, one thing I like to do is if if there's something that I want to have and I, I don't necessarily have it left in my diet for the day, one thing that really helps me is, you know what, I'm going to have that tomorrow. I'm going to allow myself to have that tomorrow or I'm going to allow myself to have it this weekend. Um, you know, and that's been very helpful for me is because I'm, I'm a foodie. I love a variety. Some people are not my husband, for example, he's kind of a, a robot. Like he can literally just, just press a button and, and eat the same thing and use food for fuel. I'm not really like that. I like to enjoy what I'm eating. I like to, you know, to me, it's an experience too. But like I said, now that I feel like I've kind of gotten that out of my system, um, I feel like I'm ready to, you know, put my concentration towards more of a health standpoint, more of a, you know, what does my body need for better performance, for better brain power, for longevity and health and better blood sugar control, those kinds of things. Um, so, you know, yes, macros can be a challenge at first because, you know, for example, you do have to use a food scale. You do have to weigh and measure your food. Um, you, there are little strategies, you know, your protein should be the size of your palm because, you know, my palm size is going to be different than your palm size, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, fats need to each serving should be like the, the size of the end of your thumb, um, you know, things like that. But ultimately at the end of the day, weighing and tracking and measuring your food allows you to understand like, holy cow, man, like this is how much guacamole I had. And those are all fats. I had the size of my palm and and guacamole at the Mexican restaurant the other day. Oh, wow. I just ate 80 grams of fat in one setting. But when you start to gain this concept of food and you start weighing it and you start to measure it, you start to understand, okay, this is a fat and not a protein. Okay. Peanut butter is a fat and not a protein. Okay. Black beans are a carbohydrate with fiber. Yes, they have protein in them, but they are not uh, a singular protein source. Um, you start to learn that, you know, okay, this cod, this white fish has zero fat in it. It's essentially all protein. So cool. I'm good. Or, Hey, this, this whole egg has five grams of fat in it. So if I'm having five whole eggs for breakfast, holy cow, I'm having 25 grams of fat just in my eggs alone. And then I'm going to add sausage and cheese. Okay. And then I'm going to put butter on my toast. Right. So essentially what my point is, you're going to start to understand these concepts. So it is very important to start learning how to track macros. But ultimately, you just need to do it for a period of time until you understand um, and have a better concept around nutrition. So do you have to track macros all the time? No. And that's the cool thing about it. Um, but any diet is hard. Um, you know, and, and I just saw this on one of my good friends posts the other day is, is choose your hard. Um, you know, life is hard. Choose your hard. And yes, tracking macros at the beginning is hard. It's hard to learn. But if you can learn some strategies, if you can learn the concept behind nutrition and food, then it becomes easier and you can wean off of it. Um, in fact, right now, I actually don't 
track my macros most of the time. Um, the only time is if I get, I'm wanting to go through like a specific cut, if I feel like I'm getting a little fluffy and I need to kind of put myself back in check, or if I'm honestly trying to show you guys the foods that I'm eating, um, then I will track it because I want to be more specific for you or if I want to show you. Um, but it's a short period of time, maybe 12 weeks here and there. Um, not even that, honestly, like I, I'm to the point now where I might track my food for a day or two and then cool, I've got, I've got it again, you know, but it's taken a little bit of time for me to get there. But ultimately I, you know, not just me, but a lot of my clients have this sense of freedom with food now because they know, and it takes a little bit to, to build that trust with yourself because you've mistreated your body and your food choices for so many years. But man, if you can just get it for a couple of years, you will have this freedom and you've been locked in this, this food jail for so long. Anyway, why wouldn't you at least give it a try? So what do my personal macros look like right now? I actually get this question quite a lot. Um, and I just want you to know that this is what works for me. These are my own personal macros. They have changed over the years tremendously. So even the Amanda five years ago, um, would not have had these macros. Amanda last year would not have had these macros. So I just want you to know that, sure, you can take these macros and start putting them into your diet if you want to, but these are my macros and they may not work for you. But my macros right now, um, like I've told you, I, I struggle with glucose issues. Um, I, I don't know if I will develop diabetes at some point. It, it definitely runs in my family, type type one, um, late onset type one does. But I, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying I do or don't, but I know that I struggle with some glucose problems. So right now I try to keep my carbs pretty low, um, for that particular reason. So I keep my carbs right around a hundred. Um, and then I keep my protein around 130 grams and then my fats are around 80. So although I keep my carbs a little bit lower only for glucose purposes, carbs are not going to make you fat. Um, but I keep mine lower because of my glucose imbalances. So, um, like I said, this is what works for me. Um, if you're not interested in hiring an ongoing coach, you know, we do offer a one-time consultation at Envision where you can get detailed information pertaining to you specifically from what you need. Um, we give you a full detail breakdown of your consultation on what your macro should be and why. We basically give you a month worth of everything that you need to do um, in a one-time consultation. So, um, so anyway, back to why I think macro tracking is the best for weight loss because studies show that a flexible diet is the most sustainable for long-term weight loss. So with tracking macros, you're better able to understand food. And with that understanding, I also believe that there are points in our lives where, um, you know, we're going to have different ends of the spectrum or different seasons where we're going to step things up another notch or another level. Um, and that really goes back to the balance curve. And I know I talk about this a lot, but I really do think the concept of this balance curve is important. Now, like I said, there's two ends of that balance curve spectrum. There's the 0% where you're like giving it no effort. You're a dud. You're on the couch every day. You are just giving zero effort to your health and fitness goals. You're not satisfied. You're not happy with yourself. And then there's the 100%. Now, the 100% honestly is for performance athletes. Um, it's for competitors. It's for people that are like 100% committed to their goal. Nothing is going to get in their way. There are zero excuses. And you really do, I think, have to have that mindset 
mindset um, if you want to be competitive. Now, if you just have this bucket list of someday getting on stage and, you know, you feel great and you just want to, you know, sure, you can be 80-20, but, you know, you have to decide are you willing to step on stage at 80%? You know, me personally, I am not. If I'm going to step on stage, it's going to be 100%. And that's why I decided, okay, that's not the season I'm in right now. I need to just take a step back. My business needs my attention. I was getting away from my faith with Christ. I was, you know, putting my family's needs on the back burner. And that's when I really decided, okay, I'm not ready and willing right now to give this competition thing 100%. Um, And it's, you know, it's just one of those things that you have to decide. So for me, I'm right around 80 to 90% um, as far as my goals and commitment to my health and fitness. And I think it, uh, for me, it does need to be higher. Um, I do have, you know, (laughs) bad genetics in the health department, unfortunately, but, um, and I do work with, um, you know, we do work with athletes and we do work with competitors and, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, they're kind of fun and quite honestly, less complicated because you have to give it a hundred percent. I'm sorry that you're tired right now, but I don't really care because you have to give it a hundred percent. So there are complete differences, um, in values and, and where you want to stand and you have to be the one that, that chooses, you know, what effort are you willing to give it? And, and I always ask my clients this because it's a very important thing for me to understand how, how hard am I going to push you? Um, because not only that, but I don't want to push you away if you're not at a hundred percent and you don't want to be. And not only that, but it's a, it's a good reminder of grace for you as, as a client or as an individual that, Hey, I'm not willing to give this a hundred percent. So you know what, if I didn't pack my food one time on a Tuesday, oh, well, I had to get Chipotle, no big deal, but make the best choices when you're at Chipotle, right? Um, But you guys, these are just concepts, like I said, that we teach in your last diet ever, especially our foundations course. We really give you that foundational knowledge behind nutrition, how to track macros, how to actually implement it into your super busy lifestyle. And we are running a launch special um, through April 1st, which is tomorrow, Wednesday um, for $4.95. So you guys head over to yourlastdietever.com to learn more. You can also go to our website at Team Envision Nutrition to learn all about the products that we offer. There's some cool freebies on there as well. You guys, I so appreciate you listening in. And, um, you know, if you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe, share it to your Instagram story or Facebook page or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. I so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.